this is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist. I would like to welcome you to an exciting new series I'm putting on each month in 2017. In the month of January, I'm going to go through 30 days to a better compliance program. So each day, I will detail some part of a compliance program that you can utilize to help you improve to have a best practices compliance program for 2017. With the operationalization of compliance mandated by the Department of Justice in the form of their Compliance Council, Wei Chin, and incorporated into the FCPA pilot program announced by the Department of Justice in April 2016, it's more important than ever that you upgrade your compliance program and show how you've operationalized. In this series, I'm going to help you do that. I hope you will enjoy this series. I hope you will join me, and I look forward to this journey with you. This is Tom Fox. Welcome to Day 19 of 30 Days to a Better Compliance Program. Today, I talk about putting compliance expertise on the board of directors. Every board of directors needs a true compliance expert sitting on their board. Almost every board has a former chief financial officer, former head of internal audit, or persons with a similar background, and often these persons are on the audit committee of the board. Such a background can bring a level of sophistication training and subject matter expertise that certainly helps companies with their financial reporting and other financial-based issues. So why not have such subject matter expertise at the board level from the compliance angle? And here I would only ask you to think about Wells Fargo. The U.S. government has certainly suggested the need for such expertise at the board level. In 2015, the Office of Inspector General called for greater compliance expertise at the board level. The OIG has said the board <clears throat> that a board can raise its level of subject matter expertise with respect to regulatory and compliance matters by adding to the board a compliance member. The presence of such a compliance professional with subject matter expertise sends a strong message about the organization's commitment to compliance and provides a valuable resource to other board members and generally helps the board to fulfill its oversight obligations around compliance. Noted compliance commentator Mike Volkoff has looked at it from both a practical and business perspective. He has witnessed firsthand that companies with <clears throat> board members with compliance expertise usually have more aggressive and more effective compliance programs. In this situation, a compliance officer has to answer to the board's compliance program while receiving resources and support to accomplish his task. He has said that companies spend time and resources to nominate board members who bring real value to the boardroom. The mix of board members reflects the company's overall strategic priorities and focus for governance. For example, nominating committees will locate a board member with financial reporting, audit, and SOX experience to help manage the audit committee. Each board member should be considered for a strategic purpose and benefit, and this certainly includes the compliance perspective. SCCE Chief Executive Officer Roy Snell sees it through the prism of a compliance professional. He has said that if you look at most companies that have compliance expertise on the board, they would certainly uh, also advocate that other companies do so. When asked who the compliance expert is, they typically point to a lawyer, auditor, risk manager, or an ethicist. None of these professions are automatically compliance experts. All lawyers have specialties. You should not have a tax attorney negotiate a bribery settlement. Likewise, you should just not you would not have just any lawyer provide compliance expertise. 
He goes on to state that regulators want to see specific compliance expertise at the board level. The government is not looking for generic compliance expertise. They're looking for compliance program management expertise. Ethicists can help build ethical cultures, but if they've never held the job of a company's chief compliance officer, it's difficult to hold them out as compliance experts. The same is true for risk managers and auditors. Law, ethics, risk, and audit are all elements of a compliance program, but the experience in those professions is not enough to claim expertise in the compliance profession as a whole. And finally, and probably one of the most uh, strongest statements comes from Wei Chen, who is the Department of Justice Compliance Counsel. She continually talks about the need for companies to operationalize their compliance programs. She says that businesses must work literally to burn compliance into the very fabric and DNA of their organization. Having a board member with specific clients' expertise, heading a board-level compliance committee, can provide a level of oversight and commitment to achieving this goal. It will not be long before both the DOJ and the SEC begin to require this step in any FCPA enforcement action resolution. This means that when your company is evaluated by Wei Chen under the factors set out in prong three of the Department of Justice's FCPA pilot program to retrospectively determine if your company had a best practices compliance program in place at the time of a violation, you not only need to have the structure of a board compliance committee, but you need to have specific subject matter expertise on the board. So what are the three key takeaways from today? Well, obviously, number one is boards need to have compliance expertise. Simply put, the role of compliance has become so omnipotent within an organization that you need to have that specific subject matter expertise. I alluded to Wells Fargo at the beginning of this uh, podcast, and Wells Fargo did not have any compliance expertise at their board. Whether or not that would have absolved them or at least lessened the uh, horrific fraud and scandal they find themselves in now, I don't know, but it certainly could not have hurt to have someone asking compliance questions. Number two, both government and industry have called for greater compliance expertise at the board level. Clearly, the Office of Inspector General believes this, certainly around uh, healthcare companies, pharmaceutical companies, medical device companies, and other companies within the uh, general healthcare space. But more and more, we're seeing this from other industries and requiring that of their counterparties. Finally, and never forget that compliance expertise at the board level really has a two-way effect. It goes upstream and downstream. By having compliance expertise at the board, you are able to give more guidance and provide greater resources to your chief compliance officer and indeed your entire compliance function. But also remember it flows upward because if a chief compliance officer has compliance expertise at the board, that compliance expertise will be able to support the chief compliance officer and should an issue arise, have greater sensitivity and the ability to help deal with that issue. Once again, point to Wells Fargo. If the Wells Fargo board had had a compliance expert expert on board and information came to the board that employees were dissatisfied through employee satisfaction surveys, the numerous hotline reports 
and anonymous reporting had indicated that employees were creating fraudulent accounts to meet sales goals. A compliance expert would have understood the significance of this, and perhaps it would have ended sooner. This is Tom Fox. I'd like to thank you very much for listening to Day 19, and I hope you will join me for Day 20 of 30 Days to a Better Compliance Program. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.